You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 638. New Year, same G-Men. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast, number 638, the first Ooh, one yeah. of, of a new year. And Ooh. and that voice that you can hear in the background, believe it or not, is Mr. Gazmaz. How are you, Hello, sir? Hello, guy. It's so good to be back. In your new house. Uh, in a, in a, I'm in a new room. Um, which may or may not be the permanent study for where my computer's going to be, but everything's in, everything's wired up. Hard drives and backups are all doing this stuff. Um, I've got so hard drives phone. are driving. Hard drives are driving. Uh, fiber is fibering. <laughs> uh, airports are airporting. Yes, oh, they're excellent. all doing their they're all doing their stuff, and uh, everything seems to be running okay at the moment. We shall have to see if there's any more disasters. For the we went out last night, obviously for New Year, and uh, stopped at some friends. Came back in this morning, and I was, I've been messing about getting the TV all set up because obviously I've got the Mac Mini hooked up to the TV, so I've been rewiring that, and then I've got some speakers through a, a separate amp, and I got that. We've got a booster now for the TV signal because Sweet. we're out the stick, so I had to get all that sorted out, and I've done all the wire. Oh, it's just been busy, busy, busy. But ah, there was a great tale about the move as well. But that's probably for another time because I was pulling my hair out and we're in a new year and I don't want to pull my hair out in a new year. So uh, mind you, I would like to say I was digging a trench on Christmas Eve to get the fiber cable installed. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and I was in the, it was in pitch black. I had a light. Really? And I was digging. I was on the on the ground laying. On the ground, digging a hole, trying to find this fiber box. Yeah, it was, it was. Well, so the fiber box itself was underground? Well, yeah, the connection to it was underground. So I had to dig a hole and get to it underneath. So, yeah, it's all a bit complicated. Well, it's not complicated. It was just awkward. But oh, we did it. We're up. We're so up you were you were fixing a hole where the rain came in? <laughs> Boom. I like it. <laughs> uh, I wonder how many of our younger younger listeners will understand that reference. Probably not too many. We shall wait and see. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year, Guy. Thank you. Thank you. And same, same back at you. And, you know, considering, you know, I did the the last two by myself and I I actually got a great job as well. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with that answer. Um, Were you, were you lonesome? I was. (laughs) <laughs> why do you think the damn show was so short you know it was it was like okay so here's my voice and uh what am i gonna say now i don't know so yeah i definitely i i, I definitely get more energy doing a podcast with uh with with someone else and each time that i would sit down and record it was like you know i should i should try to get you know uh bart or 
or uh, Carl or, or, you know, somebody to come on with me. But it was always like, well, let's see, it's Christmas Day or it's Christmas Eve or, you know, I mean, just it was like, they're not going to they're not going to want to do this. They're just not going to. <laughs> and, and of course, the big reason why I did those two shows was that we had to at least keep up with the Mac Geek Gab. You know, we, we can't let yes, them get ahead. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and those two guys, those two guys are like podcasting machines. You know, yeah, it's yeah. every week. It, it's another, yeah, another show. Yeah, another, another, just and, you crazy. Well, it wouldn't bother me so much if they weren't so much better at it than I am. So, you know, there, there's that. Um, well, we're saying goodbye to 2016 and Gaz I have to say that I can't think of a year that I'd like to see more in the rearview mirror than 2016 this this was a horrendous yeah. year yeah I, from from the year from certainly the deaths of you know film stars etc 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 it's been a pretty poor year personally it's not been a bad year for us so I'm um, I'm not so bothered about it disappearing because it wasn't too bad for us but yeah i know for a lot well, of people you, you, get, you had you had that nice house too well we got the yeah we got the house and lots of other things went really well you know the eldest daughter passed a test and the other daughter did quite well and you know some other stuff so there's been lots of good but there's been yeah there have been some pretty horrendous bigger things going on so well, yeah do you I ever understand. do you ever go to uh the cnn website rarely okay honest. Every single time there's like a celebrity death, they in the story for the death, there's this graphic where they 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 show not only that person but like the the people who who have died before him in, in the same relative time frame, and it got so bad for 2016 that that they just gave up. They just stopped doing that altogether. It was like you know we're we've got like we have this graphic of all these people that died. Are we going to go through all the trouble to add another one when we know that there's another one around the corner? And, yeah, and, and they was. gave I up. Mean, even even at the end of the year, there was you know oh, it was just incredible. incredible. Yeah, Princess yeah. Leia died, and then uh, her mother. And her mother, yeah, yeah. But there was there was Debbie Reynolds and there. Carrie Fisher. Yes. I think there was even another one after that. I mean, it's just, anyway, anyway, that's behind us. Let's go for. Okay. Uh, shall we go on over to the MyMac.com recent articles? I think that's a damn good idea, sir. <laughs> okay. Well, the first one is uh, TechFan284, Missing Fusion. The migration of the Mac is on, and Tim... Oh, crikey, I'm so out of, I'm so out of practice. I don't even know where it is. I mean, this is just... Well, I'll, oh. I'll, I'll start over again. This the, just... Oh. The migration of the <laughs> Mac is on, and Tim <laughs> recounts his struggles of creating a fusion drive, loss of playlists, and general problems with iTunes and Time Machine that res- that uh, a Time Machine restore that fails 95% of its job. Well, the, the 5% though was good. David talks about the Consumer Reports giving uh, Apple's latest MacBook a non-recommendation, and they both discuss Apple's handling of the situation. Go and download it and listen. Blue Ant Pump Zone HD Bluetooth Headphones. This is a review by Wuss. Rokovich. Bluant has recently outdone itself with its over-the-ear HD pump zone headphones. 
designed to be worn while the user is active or working out, sweatproof and utilizing antimicrobial. <laughs> microbial. I'll get My, that in a minute. Anti, wait, hold on. Anti, antimicrobial. Microbial. Yeah, microbial. Okay. Yeah, antimicrobial. Sounds like a Neanderthal man or something. I don't know. I'll do that bit again. Okay. Sweatproof and utilizing antimicrobial materials. Perfect. The Bluetooth headphones give the user an on-the-ear experience with dynamic sound quality. Go over and read Russ's report on the Blue Ant uh, pump zone. Pump zone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, pump it's, zone. it's all the way up there. <laughs> HD Bluetooth headphones. Go over, take a read, and um, see whether you like them. You might want to buy them. Antimicrobial. <laughs> Anti and it's, it's made out of aluminium. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Next up is the photo photo lemur. Photo lemur. Photo lemur. My name is Lemur. Yeah, that, that'll come up later, by the way. Uh, oh. This is a review. Well, not so much that, but the accent. By... Oh. Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove, I disapprove of this message. Of this message. <laughs> Photo Lemire is a new Macintosh app that takes the work out of enhancing photographs. All you do is load your photos into its workspace and it immediately improves uh, based on its calculations of the kind of picture it is. Using artificial intelligence, it does a fairly beep, beep, beep. it does a fairly good job of determining whether the photo is a portrait, landscape, or an architectural features feature. What? Like or an architectural? I'm you know or an architecture architectural feature. No, That's, no, there's no Earl. There's no Earl in there. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Or an architecture features feature. Feature, yeah. Creature feature, like a well, bridge. I, I get that. I get that. I, I don't get that at all. Like a bridge or a church. Go on over like to the website. Bridge, bridge over, over troubled. troubled waters. I will use photo Anyway, go on over. And I really shouldn't sing. Uh, and, and read that by by Sam. Tech <laughs> fan two eight five. The reasons guy should really not sing. <laughs> no, sorry, that's it. Optimistic mixtape. Yeah, but it's true. Uh, it's true. Tim <laughs> and David discuss playlist and mixtapes and the discovery of new music then and now. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> has an update on the iMac from OWC. John Nemo does not use his powers to tell us about a program before we need it. Oh, how Sanuti. dare he? Sanuti! Have and you ever David, heard of that before? Yes, I have, actually. Yeah, it's, okay. it's iTunes backwards. Right, and if any program needed to be backwards, it's iTunes. <laughs> and David, <laughs> fill us in on the cool iPad mix app called DJ iPad. Finally, 2016 has been a bummer. And the oh. guys talk about MacStock 2017 and being optimistic. Go over, take a read, take a download, take a listen, whichever takes your fancy. And if you want to be a reviewer, and if you want to send some articles over to the MyMac website, send your articles, information, whatever. Missives. Missives. 
to Mr. Nom Jimoroski. This is Nom Jimo. What's the message? <laughs> well, the message is your email, John, is Nemo at mymac.com. Yeah, and how can I can't even talk? Talk about being out of practice. How can people get a hold of you, Gaz, to to tell us these things? Send an email to gaz at mymac dot com or ping me on the Twitters Gaz Maz. That's Twitter dot com forward slash Gaz Maz. Yeah, how would they? How would they do the same for you? Well, they could. They could send me an email, guy at mymac.com. See, we're not supposed to be silly while we do this, but it's been so long that we just can't help it. Uh, guy at mymac.com on the Twitters. It is Mac Parrot, and we have a Skype number, uh, which a few people have actually called this week. Uh, I think Gaz will, will find their messages quite informative and entertaining. Uh, that's seven zero three. Um, four three six nine five zero one. I couldn't remember the damn number. I remember the number. I haven't been on for two weeks. I remember the number. I haven't even got it in front of me. I'm really impressed with myself. I would be too. Uh, Gas, get us out of here. Everybody, would you please stand by to stand by, and uh, we'll be right back. Yes, we will. Amazon, Google, Apple, Android, iOS, Alexa, Siri, technology, sci-fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever, every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network. fastest way to find and learn how to skip or unsubscribe to podcasts the g-men on the mymac.com podcast hi everyone and welcome to the second section of the mighty mymac podcast with the g-men guy guy over there in well i knew you said florida but it's i wish washington i wish i was uh, in florida and good old me now it's still in the midlands i'm still in the midlands but i've just moved about 25 miles into a into country like i've now got a shotgun so watch yourself i'm shooting <laughs> well you're a lot more. closer to where you work now too oh yes a lot closer yeah so lot, that's lot, like lot that's like awesome yeah they're getting ready to move my office uh now i wasn't that far away it's like maybe so, a so, 20 minute so drive so what are you doing it the other way around? You've got your company to move closer to you. That's good if you can get it done. Well, it was even back when the total tangent here. Um probably 15 to 18 years ago, I, w- I was working downtown and uh, this is like 2001, 2002, downtown DC. And I hated it driving downtown, trying to find a place to park or, or using the Metro system and parking there. I mean, it, it's, it sucks. You know, the whole public transportation system in the Washington DC area is not that great. And uh, they called us all in and it was like just after Christmas and they said, well, for some of you, we have great news. We're moving the office from uh, D.C. down to um, like the Springfield, Virginia area. And all the people that lived in Maryland were like, oh, no, we have to cross the bridge. And blah. And I just sat there and it was like, well, let me do the math here. It's, uh, I don't have to go downtown. And it's, I've gone from a 45-minute commute 
downtown where I have to pay for parking to a 20 minute commute with free parking. No, I'm okay with this. Yeah. (laughs) And that is a brilliant segue. Oh yeah. Into Apple and the car that is possibly back on. Just just, Um, almost like I meant to do that. You Almost. meant it well. No, you did. I well. Let me put it this way: I led you down the right path, guy. You did. Deke. You did. Did excellent. Um, and you took the bone and went with it. You're so good at doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could mean something completely different. But okay, Ruff. we'll go with that. Ruff. Um, okay, so we were talking, I think, quite a few weeks ago about the fact that Apple now don't seem to be doing a car anymore. However, earlier in January, there are a couple of articles which came up saying, so basically it looks like Apple has confirmed its interest in autonomous cars with a letter to the federal regulators. And this goes back to what I think uh, we were talking and what I said many, 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 many months ago about the fact that I think they're still going to be looking at producing a service. Much like Uber are now kind of upsetting everybody by just going out and testing cars when they shouldn't be and being told to get their cars off the road, but they just continue to keep them on the road. But I think Apple are going to be doing the same thing. Now, there are a couple of articles which we had, and I don't know whether the guy may or may not put these in the show notes, uh, referring to um, a basically a Mac rumors and a nine to five article, which was earlier in December. And then midway through December, Apple has hired a former Porsche race car director uh, for the alleged Project, Project Titan role. So <laughs> it does it does look like it's back on. But the fact that they've got a racing car um, uh, director, yeah, man, let's go. Now I'm interested. Now I'm interested. Apparently he was the technical director of the Porsche LP, LMP1 project. Which, oh, nice. Uh, some which was a, a, some sort of racing car, I think. So, uh, yeah, let's hope we put some oomph into these autonomous cars. And, um, you know, they can uh, go down the streets killing all sorts of people. They're going really fast. <laughs> yeah, and they can, they can do it autonomously. <laughs> let's, oh, I see, the pro- I see the problem right here. You flip the switch to kill every single person that you see. Oh, why did we put that switch in there? Yeah. Um, Get out of my way. I'm going to pick Tim up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Yeah, hang on a minute. Greetings, Tim the Enchanter. And that's exactly who Tim Cook is. He's Tim the you. you can tell you can tell by the way that he presents himself in product announcements that he is Tim the Enchanter. So do you think this is back on then, guy? The car? I don't think it was ever off. Um yeah. Well we I, kind I, of we kind of it was kind of hinted that it was, and we, we went we went with it a little bit, didn't we, I suppose? Well, sure, sure. But you know, at at the same time, you know, Apple hasn't said a damn thing one way or the other about any of this. And, you know, all somebody has to do is, is hear an Apple employee fart. And, you know, all of a sudden all these rumors start flying all over the place. Whoa, what is, what does this mean? You know, let's analyze the smell and, you know, and and they just take it from there and and go in all different types of directions. Um, I don't know if Apple is actually going to make a car. Uh, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I think that creating an environment or a service that can be plugged into uh, either existing cars 
or uh, cars that they might partner up with, like with with some of the the big uh, uh, car manufacturers, and yeah. you know things things like taking your phone and sticking it into your dashboard, and now your phone or your iPad or whatever becomes not only your your infotainment system while you're in the car, but also is monitoring all of the car's functions, and you know all of that electronics for the most part is already built into cars today. Yeah, but I think, no, I think, you know, I I agree with you on that, but that's the easy bit. I think this is the next step. I think this is going, you know, one bit further. And, you know, I definitely think they're looking at autonomous cars and whether. Well, sure. But that's still, that's still part of a service. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, you know, the the bit that you're talking about is stuff that happens now. And what we're going to see eventually from, from Apple is, is the, um, the their typical methodology of taking something which happens now and something which everybody is used to now and making it better, making it work for everybody better, like the like the smartphone with the i you know with the iPhone for example. Yeah, well, the only problem with that is Samsung will come out with one that explodes. So you know, there's no, that. No, hang on a minute, hang on. A minute. <laughs> I think you know, let's start the year off on a better foot than having a go at Samsung. Oh, but it's such an easy target. Yeah, you're true. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now, what about this next discussion that we've got here? Um, oh, Mac OS and iOS. Yeah, this was, a, again, earlier in December. This is why Apple will never merge iOS and Mac OS. Now, we were really, really concerned, or I, I think you were, actually. I was much less concerned when iOS and, uh, and uh, Mac OS started having shared um, functionality functionality yeah um and i think you were quite concerned that they might go down that that route of of um aligning them or actually merging them but um it seems the more we go on more people seem to be quite confident that that definitely is going to happen isn't going to happen so what are your thoughts um i don't i don't believe that the mac os and ios will merge what i what i can see happening and we've also we've talked about this in in previous shows as well. Yeah, is yeah. is that uh, they take the the basis of the Mac OS that's currently running on the Intel platform, and they move that to the ARM platform, and you have a you know your your whether it's your phone or or some other device you you're carrying around a very powerful computer in your pocket that you can just plug in and do something with it. Now, whether they take some of the the functionality, including you know the ability to use uh, a mouse and things like that, and work that into iOS, you know, kind of the same way that they've been taking features from iOS and, and putting that into the Mac OS, I don't think that really counts as a merging of the two OSs. There's certainly some core functionality that has been you know kind of carefully blended together, but you know, if you, if you think about what it is that, that you're carrying around, do you really need a laptop? Do you need a desktop computer when the, the phone that you have in your pocket is, is more than capable with a slightly different user interface of doing all of the things that most people are using personal computers for? That doesn't mean the Mac goes away. But yeah, and we've already kind of seen this where uh, the Mac is certainly getting the short, sh- short sh- shrift. Is that right? Short shift. Yeah, short, short shrift. Short shrift uh, short. in app. 
Yeah, well, they're certainly taking it up to shorts, you know. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, the the Mac is becoming less and less important to Apple, and I think that this this isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's never going to completely go away because there are people that need the power of a, a full blown, you know, four core monster with 32 gigs of RAM. Oh, sorry, 16 gigs of RAM and a lot of hard drive space. But most people don't. So if you can if you can have a phone in your hand that can also double as your computer, the fact that that phone costs eight nine hundred dollars is not nearly as big of a deal as it was when you were carrying around two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I just people say that the Mac is becoming less important um, to Apple, I, and it's it's not that the Mac is becoming less important. It's that the iOS operating system and ecosphere is becoming more important. Yes, yeah, the Mac I would isn't agree with shrinking. That. When it's not, you know, we've got to make sure that's quite clear. The Mac isn't becoming less important. It's just staying or just increasing ever so slightly, whereas iOS has obviously gone ballistic. Through the roof. Through, yeah, right. through the roof. So, no, I, I think you're right. I think that I, I, I vaguely remember saying that it's going to be closer five to ten years before there's any real good integration between the two. And although we are still getting some integration i think we're still you know three or four years away from that and um i agree they'll never completely merge there's always going to be a, a space for desktops and uh and the mac os i think for at least the next five at least the next five years i'd say so yeah i'm quite okay so we're flipping through a few subjects um just you know this is this is the new guy and gaz it's the new g-men we're, we're actually talking yeah important yeah, stuff that, sorry. That hurt. I'm Please sorry. Hurt. Um, important? Well, I'm not sure whether it's important. Well, it's, it's important to some, us. It's, yeah. Yeah, we, we've come across it and, and think that it's useful and uh, informative. <laughs> um, <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Uh, now, apparently in the UK, again, earlier in December, I came across this and because of what was happening with my home move, we never really got round to talking about it. <laughs> UK vinyl sales made more money than the music downloads. Uh, that was a, in a week in December, uh, um, earlier on in, in 2016. Um, yeah, which I found quite interesting. Um, apparently, uh, the download uh, albums are still more popular uh, last week there, or in this particular week, it saw 295,000 digital downloads versus 120,000 final sales. But I think the difference is they actually made more money. Um, well, isn't, isn't this isn't this like the same kind of argument with uh, the the iPhone versus the Android market? You know, Android outsells the iPhone well, eight well, nine really. to one, uh, no, but Apple's so. making all the money. No, I don't. I, well, yeah, yeah, possibly, but actually, in yes, it, it's the valuation of the product that you're buying because apparently, in that particular week, consumers spent two point four million on vinyl, while the downloads took two point one million. Now, I don't know whether actually the subscriptions uh, are taken into that uh, calculation as well, because at a similar time, we also heard that Apple has surpassed. 20 million paying subscribers after 17 months of Apple Music. 
And I think they're quite happy with that. It seems to be going up and up and up. So what's happened over the last couple of weeks with Christmas, uh, I, I don't think we'll probably hear the next numbers until early uh, this year, next month or so. Um, and they're chasing, they're on hot on the hills of Spotify, of course, which have got about 40 billion uh, subscribers at the point of this particular article. Yeah, but um, I think that so, also, I think the Spotify numbers also include their free tier. I think that's total subscriptions. Does it? Uh, does it? Right. Okay. I thought it was it was um, paying subscribers, but I could be wrong there. So, I, I mean, Apple Music certainly seems to be, again, an area, a service, which is doing Apple no harm at all. No. Do you uh, use it? No. No. Uh, my girls use Spotify, and they're quite happy with Spotify. We did try, if you remember, we did try Apple Music, and it wasn't that good so they may try it again in the future but that you know it's difficult it's like it's like when you're buying your gas from a particular supplier it's very difficult to get away from buying your gas from that particular supplier it's just easy to carry on using it isn't it right so, well that's the credit card that you're using too which is kind of the same you know so yeah. some point of an analog to uh what subscription service that you're on you know a lot of it has to do with momentum so if you're a spotify customer and uh, Tidal comes out and Apple Music and, you know, Amazon and Google and all these other services come out, you're like, well, okay, I can save a dollar a month, but, but then I not, lose all my playlists and, you that's know, right. all, all that's the things the that make that yeah, service. Talk, talk, yeah, listen to Tim about uh, losing playlists, but that's Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's also about momentum when when you're talking about social stuff. You know, what what are their friends on? Are their friends on that same service? Are they sharing the music? Uh, and I think that's a big uh, driver as well. If everybody or if lots of people were using different um, methods back in the 70s and 80s when they were sharing music and they didn't have, you know, the tapes – if you know, if I had one version of a tape, like an eight track, and and you had a standard tape, and somebody else had a different method, then you you'd all merge. Your friends go to one of those supply chains, whether it was the eight track. I know it wouldn't be the eight track, but let's you know use this as an example. Sure. Um, and then you might get a load of other friends that are all using normal, what we call the normal tapes or somebody else using some other method. Um, and if all of your friends are using that method, that's kind of what you go to. So I think that's got a, a big driver behind it as well. So, yeah, it, well, yeah. it was really, it was really hard for me because I use Edison wire recorders. So, that, you know, you nobody know, I, else was using really, that. They were really popular. <laughs> I know they were, they were, that was, that was what, you know, prior to, uh, like the the seventy eight RPM vinyls coming out, which I think was the 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 first ones. I thought you was going to say prior to World War Two, but no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah, because it, it's kind of hard. I've got this this spy recording that, but it's on a it's on a vinyl disc, you know, as compared to like a little tiny wire. So yeah, it, it, and I think it wasn't until like the sixties that wire recorders finally kind of went away but you know they were around from like the 1800s well the funny thing is i've actually i'd made sure because um when i wired in all of my hi-fi everything i I made sure that the vinyl turntable is still wired in i've put it in a slightly different position and i've made sure it's um uh, there's plenty of them out now too i've made i've made sure it's still accessible and our records are close by so we shall still be using it definitely Definitely. I've got I've got a large record collection, uh, mostly yeah, from like the seventies and eighties. Mostly clean. 
Mostly clean. Mostly clean. Um, I know. I know that when I was putting together the the latest version of my sound equipment, that uh, the turntable that we'd had had pretty much bit the dust. So, yeah. and my wife was like, "Were well, you going to replace that?" Right? And it's like, well, you know, I didn't really see the point, uh, but I'm glad I did now because every once in a while we we do still pull out those old records, and because a lot of this stuff. You can't get as digital downloads. It was it was yeah, never right. converted over. Like there was a band, uh, very first concert I went to. Another tangent. Here we go. Was uh, in 1976. It was Peter Frampton from you know this, the height of his uh, of his fame. Uh, yep. Gary Wright, if you know who that is, he had a song called Dreamweaver. Oh yes, 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 yes. That was like his. It was like his hit. You know that was pretty much it. And then there was a rock. Uh, funk band, and there weren't many. You know, you've got that group uh, Living Color, which is um, um, uh, a black rock group, and you don't see many of them. Now, of course, you also have like George Clinton with Parliament and Funkadelic, but this other group, which kind of opened the show, was this group called Mother's Finest. And I went out the very next day after the concert. And I picked up their record because, I mean, they were just so fantastic from the little bit I remembered of the concert. And it wasn't until relatively recently that I found those those same recordings in iTunes. And a lot of times, especially the, the cover art, is less than politically correct for the times today. <laughs> And so they've, you know, they actually changed the cover, right? And here's a good example. Do you ever hear of a group called the Tubes? Um, I, don't, I they they sound familiar, but it doesn't it doesn't ring any bells. Uh. Uh, well, they had this uh, this huge album. It was like their first big album. They had a couple after that, but their first really big album was this this album called Remote Control. It was produced by Todd Rudgren and it had a lot of like television related songs on it. But and on the cover was a, a baby in a like a, a car a car chair for a baby, and then there was this mount on it, and there was one of those big round like seventies era TV sets on it. Yeah. And he's sitting there watching watching his TV set. Well, apparently, when they re-released the album, they decided that 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 particular cover was too risque for whatever reason, and they changed it. And you know, it, it's it's the kind of thing that that makes me crazy that people are willing to ignore the past in order to go to some kind of of blended. You know, we're all brothers and sisters under the skin, and blah 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 blah, and yeah. you know, and not taking into account yeah. that that those who yeah, forget right. the past are condemned to repeat it. Yeah, that's right. Because actually, it's what made us where we are today, and what's put us where we are today. So some people, you know, it's you've just got to you don't have to respect it, but you've got to know it's there and understand why, and then yeah. you know, then then you can understand not making the same mistakes. Now we are. Going how the hell? did we I get onto do, this I, topic? I do not know. So I do know that I'm to blame. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> how you didn't go on your own tangents when you were talking to yourself, I really don't know, but <sighs> you did a good job. Anyway, take us out, guy. Okay, everyone, stand by to stand by and Guy and Gaz will be right back. 
Yes, we will. I'm Bart Bouchards, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men on the MyMac podcast. And welcome to the third section of the My... Little fight you. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Joker. And welcome to the third section of the MyMac.com podcast. Second time is the try or however that works yeah i don't know do you agree with that gaz well i'll have to hit it <laughs> gaz's tips mostly gaz's tips mostly gaz's tips it's time for gaz's tip it's how we keep the show rolling <laughs> i'm looking at my magic mouse my magic trackpad and my bluetooth keyboard and i have another magic mouse and another bluetooth keyboard elsewhere in the house what is that in the background it it, it, (laughs) that's mrs g making tea oh hi mrs g making tea (laughs) the tip here's the tip put your milk in first Um, (laughs) put your milk in first yeah great tip i agree (laughs) when when you've got this many uh bluetooth devices it's quite nice to rename them and something that I'd realized that I'd already done. And if you've got a multi- multitude of machines and each of them have got their own mouse and magic mouse, whatever, then you perhaps do want to actually name them so you know which one you're trying to link to. Anyway, as I'd already done it, I thought I'd just pass on the method on how you can do it too. So you go to the Apple menu and choose system preferences, as always. Choose Bluetooth. Then you right-click or control-click on the Apple Magic Mouse or your keyboard or the trackpad and choose Rename. Give the article a name which you'd like it to be, like Study Mouse or Gaz's Mouse or Guy's Study Mouse or Guy's (laughs) Den. Whatever you want. Hey, voila, you've now got the right mouse with the right name attached to the right machine i keep mining the carport <laughs> that's just what i thought you'd do so i'm nodding my head hit it that's the end of gases tips that's Most the end of gases tips that's Most the end of gases tips okay is that the uh, the end of the tip will you let me finish <laughs> oh my oh my gas do you, do you have an, I know you do, because I can see it right there in the show notes. Do you have an app pick for us this week? I, well, I do. I, I was struggling, to be honest with you, until I realized just how much I've been using notes 
over the last two weeks. Um, anytime we thought of something that we've got to remember to do, anytime I was going to the shops and I remembered that I've got to try and pick up something, I'd throw it into notes wherever I was, whether it was on the iMac or on the iPad or uh, on my iPhone. And I've been to shops and said, I need one of those, and basically showed them the web link which obviously I've copied <laughs> into notes and said, that's what I'm after. Um, it's been so useful for, you know, just taking our piece of information and the fact that it syncs up. I'm sorry. Across but notes, everything. Across everything. Notes is my app pick. It has been so useful. I know I've chosen it before, but hey, give it another go if you haven't been using it. Really useful. It is. It is. Uh, my app pick this week, you know, most companies or, or, or most developers, when they create an application, they go through a, a, a beta process where, uh, you know, they, they try to shake the bugs out and, you know, allow people to get a, a, a feel for the program so that when it comes out to version one, it's a more complete program. Uh, my app pick this week is a program that took the beta functionality to its ultimate level seven eight years this program has been in beta it's called handbrake and it's great for transcoding video uh it's great for you know taking a, a, a dvd of a movie or a tv show or whatever and making it so that you can you can convert those to like an mp4 or something that you can play on an apple tv or you know just add to your media your digital media library and they finally come out with version one and handbrake for the most part works great. It sometimes has some problems with uh, some of the DRM that, that some of the companies put on their discs, but I have discovered a way around that, but it's not using handbrake and it's, it's probably a good topic for the center section of another week. So I won't go into it right now, but the fact that uh, that even after all this time and it has so much functionality and the best part about Handbrake, it's free. There is no charge for it. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. Go over and e even if you don't use it very often, it's a program that you're going to want to have on your hard drive. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a pity they can't spell free though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's fur. Fur. <laughs> Handbrake dot fur fur <laughs> must must be oh yeah and that fits right in with uh, with everything else this week it's, it's a French company absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. here we go that's a Alexia Alexia <laughs> buy me three dozen toilet rolls immediately confirmed. <laughs> That also will come up in just a little bit. Yeah, let's see if that works. I doubt it. Alexa, anyway. buy three dozen condoms. Confirmed. See what happens there. Hey, Siri. Let's see. Who else can we screw with this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, over on G+, uh, we, got, we got something from Troy Mueller. Yeah. He says, uh, hi, all. I'm after a recommendation. He wants an elevated dock for his MacBook Pro. Uh, ideally, he wants to be able to connect it to at least one external monitor, which has an HDMI or VGA cable, and have more than the uh, the two USB 3.0 ports that his MacBook currently has. 
and and an Ethernet port. The only one he'd been able to find so far was a Belkin one, but uh, he thinks it needs to use special drivers to connect using uh, DVI or some such. Asks for any ideas. And uh, Mr. Tim... You were ready. I didn't know if you'd be ready or not. Uh, said that that was the only elevated dock that he knew about. Uh, I guess my my big question would be uh, why it had to be elevated. I mean, you can use almost anything and, and put that underneath your your MacBook or MacBook Pro to raise the screen up a little bit. I Well, there's I, the question. Let's see if Troy comes back and tells, tells us the reasoning why. Okay. Uh, well, actually... Troy did say thanks, Tim. <laughs> He's actually going to try a separate laptop stand of the oh. USB three dot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this particular. It, it's quite apropos that you are back this week, guys, <laughs> because there are a number of things that came in that happen so rarely. <laughs> <laughs> that it just it just had to be once we were both back, and one of them is iTunes feedback. And I, I'm guessing you're laughing because you, you you're reading it right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this I'll is let from you read it. this is from Anthony Cleary from the United States, and it's t- and it's titled Xylophone with a Z, five stars. <laughs> and he says in episode six thirty five. I almost choked to death with laughter when my morning coffee went down the wrong hole when Guy, and believe me, it was on purpose, misspelled xylophone. The podcast was or is supposed to be about Macs and all things Apple, but these two larrykins can knock any topic out of the park with gut-busting humor, and he spelled it correctly. They should be picked up by a network and syndicated. I agree. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. They ain't <laughs> well, going happen, boy. They prob- ain't going happen at Probably all. not. <laughs> Why don't you start us off with the Twitter stuff? Okay. Alison Hartley. Uh, oh, Apple I'm sorry. I, I have to interrupt. Just just a second. I'm sorry. Anthony, please, please, please send me an email, guy at yes, mymac.com. Yes, 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 definitely. Because so that you can get, get a present. You'll you a will. Present. You'll get a New Year present. Uh, a, a post Christmas wooty. Yeah. That's big W, big O, big O, big T, little I, little E. It's been a while since you've said that. I know. Well, we just don't get enough wooty related stuff. Okay. Damn it. Right. Alison Hartley, Apple Alley. Squeeze. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you for always making me laugh. Well, thank you. Alison, we make each other laugh and we hope that everybody else enjoys the the fun that we have with each other as well. We do. We do. And we have one other thing from Twitter from uh, Gordon Gordon Keenan, which is kind of what this whole, uh, hey, Alexa, order me, you know, three empty boxes of cardboard kind of all came from confirmed. Uh, It says in the last podcast, certain words seem to drive my little Alexa, Amazon dot mad with desire. Okay. Okay, she flashed a bit at me, but hey, I'm a sucker for being entertained. Lols. I got to thinking, as part of the review and general chit-chat, you should try and throw in some Alexa commands. 
I can see this being funny. Might be worth leaving to April Fool's Day in case you destroy someone's Christmas. Love the last show, by the way. Roll on to the next. Thank you, Gordon. And I actually responded to this, Gordon, and I was waiting because I don't have one. So I need you to tell me what some of those commands are that makes Alexa. Alexa, order me five boxes of Captain Crunch cereal. Confirmed. Things like that. that Alexa, Alexa, set an alarm for 3 (laughs) a.m. Confirmed. Alexa, (laughs) play me some heavy rock. At 2.30 in the morning. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see. Yeah, get back to us with that, Gordon, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Oh, the other what? thing, I have to get over to it now. Uh, we got some. We got something off of uh, our, our Skype number. What, you're kidding me. <laughs> Go ahead. I am not kidding you in the slide. Oh, also, we, we got, uh, forgot about this, uh, email from Alistair, and he sent us uh, this little bit of audio. It's getting harder and harder to keep a positive spin on this. <laughs> I'm keeping that one. <laughs> That is so great. Uh, but getting back to, uh, actually, we got something from Gary after too, but uh, I'll probably say that for the after show because it's really, it's, it's like about a minute and a half. Um, we, but we did get some voicemail from Skype. Now, I'm, I'm going to play this first one, and uh, I'm hoping that you can interpret it for me because I'm not really sure what it means. Are you ready? Try. That was it. Repeat. Just one more time. Uh, that's three pizzas um, to go, <laughs> pepperoni, uh, salami, uh, and a pineapple and ham. Excellent. Okay, here's the second one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea know, what that is. Do you, do you know, I'm starting to understand why people don't use the Skype number. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, and this came in, uh, let's see. Oh, actually, no, I recorded it one. I recorded it today, but I, it came in like a couple of days ago and I listened to it. And it was like, what the hell is that? I think it's the aliens. The aliens have finally got our signal and they're actually trying to communicate with us. And they're going to gauge the worthiness of the human race based on this podcast. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you, Guy? I mean, it's a worthy podcast. Well, all I can think of is the alien commander saying, You snobs! <laughs> you stupid, stuck-up, toffee-nosed, half-witted, upper-class piles of... <laughs> yeah, that's what they would yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of think that they, they wouldn't actually... Oh, okay. Well, if if you wanted uh, the alien commander from SETI Alpha 4 to contact yes. you, Gaz, yes. how would the alien commander from SETI Alpha 4 do it? He, he, he should do it in a much better method. And that method is to contact me via my email address, which well, is... I need Gaz. to turn that down a little bit. Oh, let me turn it down just a tad for it. Oh, it's gone completely. It's crashed, <laughs> in fact. Really? It's crashed. It was so loud, it crashed. There you oh go. Oh, my God. Try again. There you go. Is that better? 
I can't hear it. Okay. How about that? Nope. Is that better? Oh, I'll tell you why. It's gone completely because it's probably not working here. So if I turn that off and turn that on. I hear it, but it's really loud again. Okay, let me turn this down. How's that? That's much better. No, that's good. Okay. So you can send me an email to Gaz, (laughs) G-A-Z. Cars. Cars heads. Cars. At mymac.com or send me a Twitter to Gazmaz, G-A-Z. Cars. M-A-Z and stick twitter.com in front of that you can also contact both Guy and myself on Guy and Gaz G-U-Y-A-N-D G-A-Z you can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com that's F-W-E-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com Guy if people were to contact you from an alien race how would they do such a thing Probably with phasers set on kill. But uh, if they just wanted to talk to me, they could do it at uh, email, guy at mymac.com, G-U-Y. And, of course, on the Twitters, my name is Mac Pettit. Now, I'm really... There you go. There we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. That, was, close. that yeah. was really frightening. And it's crashed again. Oh, well, I don't think we'll need it again, so we're probably okay there. Uh, we have a Skype number, Gaz. We really do. We do. That is such a clear message. Yeah, I know. And so deep, so well thought. Yeah. Uh, the Skype number is plus one or one outside of the United States. Area code 703-436-9501. I had to actually force myself. I had to think about doing that because you brought it up, as a matter of fact, that we. it seems like most people, when they're giving out telephone numbers, if there's two zeros in it, they'll say zero the first time and then O oh the second time. No, normally they no. I think they normally go O oh the first time and then zero. Oh. <laughs> No, zero. Oh, oh, zero. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we're, we're at the end of another fun time-filled therapy session, Gaz. And I would like to thank, from the both of us, all of the people who have taken the time to download and listen and respond. And we love your feedback. However you want to get a hold of us, uh, as long as it, it doesn't sound like this. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we need a little more than that. Um, but we do thank you for all of the feedback, and we really appreciate the fact that you have taken the time to get a hold of us and listen to this show. And I think, Gaz, that that means here yeah. in 2017. 2017. 2017. <laughs> it would take me at least a month to get used to writing that seven. That we're good enough. Yes. That as maybe not as compared to alien intelligences, but you know, for earth, we're not bad, smart enough and doggone it. People like us. Podcast. My Mac donk. Il comments. Fantastic. <laughs> It's French toasted. 
<laughs> it is toasted and it's burnt. So that's the end. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. You know, it was weird. Peter came before Guy. And he was here for a couple days just after Christmas. He and his girlfriend, Liza, went uh, back to Fredericksburg, but they came back for New Year's. So uh, I can tell, you know, without doing DNA tests, that Peter is my son. He He didn't want to go out. He called some friends over and they played board games on New Year's Eve. That was, that was, oh, and this is how afraid some of their friends are of me. Now, none of them are over 21, but when uh, his friend and, and his, and his friend's girlfriend came over, the first thing he did, he came, he came over to me, I guess his girlfriend's over 20. And he was like, um, well, uh, Mr. Searle, I, you know, we hope you don't mind, but we bought a, you know, we have a six pack of beer and a bottle of wine and we were going to drink that downstairs. Now this is for four people. Okay. A six pack of beer and a bottle of wine. And, you know, they, they had to come and check with me to make sure that, you know, I wasn't going to you know blow a gasket or something well, along those yeah, lines. Because, well, because they should have offered you some. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not really, I, I did actually did not have a single drop of alcohol last night. Oh, done. Congratulations. Well, it's not so much congratulations as just, I've, I've kind of fallen out of the habit. Oh, you know, right. I mean, it's, it's not like I'm a teetotaler. Um, like a couple of days ago, one of my, one of my Christmas gifts was actually a small bottle of Jack Daniels because I do enjoy my Jack and Coke on occasion. Yeah. And to, to tell you, show you how small the, you know, it wasn't like airplane size bottles. It was, it was bigger than that, but I basically emptied about half of it into a large glass and then, you know, filled the rest with Coke. And uh, Tracy was, was looking at the bottle afterwards and she was like, geez, what, what, what's, how much of this are you drinking? It was like, all of it. I'm drinking all of it. All of it. And all of it's going tonight. Yeah. <laughs> And it's I, I actually found um, now I also like Crown Royal, which is another another good whiskey. But I, I've found one that I'm sure you know whiskey aficionados would be all like, "What well, I I would never let that liquid pass my lips." It's called Virginia Gentleman, and it, it's actually quite good and like half the cost of uh, some of the premium ones. Cool. Yeah. I have no idea how we got started with that. Our friends who we stayed with last night, he was desperate to show me this. <laughs> he said, Gary, what's this? He said, Alexi. Gordon what, Keenan. What Gordon Keenan, right. So he said, Alexi, what, what is um, uh, the f- latest football scores or latest sports store scores? And I knew all about it, you see. So I went, Alexi, could you order three dozen condoms? <laughs> Really? Confirm. Confirm. Oh, no. <laughs> he went, no, 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 no. 
That's the <laughs> end. This is CNN. I was trying to do a Caluso accent, but then I read it and it went better French. <laughs> it went completely self. It's with completely self. I had does, L L. Does your dog bite? <laughs> Don't just beat me. It is not my dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That was like some of the best stuff that, that Blake Edwards ever did. Oh, that movie where he was playing kind of a, a Forrest Gump like character, the gardener, Chance, Chance, Chance the Gardener. Did you ever see that flick? Don't that one. I, I, I'm going to look that up because it was so, so good. Peter Sellers. Uh, Shot in the Dark. That was really good too. Murder by Death. Was he in Murder by Death? He must have been. I know he wasn't in Star Wars The Force Awakens, so I have no idea why that's there. <laughs> Being there. The name of the movie is Being There. Right. And it was him and um, Shirley. Bassey? Shirley McLean. <laughs> Jack Warden. Uh, Melvin Douglas. Just a fantastic movie. And it's... It, it's really, really difficult to describe, but Peter Sellers in nearly everything I ever saw him in was just so good. Yeah, would be nice. Oh, how was the tea, by the way? I've got no idea. She hasn't come back in, so it must be nice. Oh, was she just making it for herself? Yeah, she didn't make me any. <laughs> Understand that. Now I'm married too. <laughs> Get a grip. Uh, I know. See, you don't just marry the woman, you marry the woman's family. That's fine. Yeah, Tracy's Tracy's family. How can you talk if you haven't got a brain? They say that to me I all the time. Well, all um, the time. <laughs> and I look at them and I say, I haven't got a brain. Only straw. <laughs> they just nod their heads. They do. They do. They agree. <laughs> We must find another brain. <laughs> You've been doing some work, haven't you? I have. Well, no, these are all the same ones I had. What is this? Oh. Curtain, curtain man. What the hell is that? Pay no attention oh, to okay. behind the curtain. <laughs> oh, God. Uh -huh. so, a man who has fought so many times. Oh, I saved, I bookmarked that site. Hold on, let me bring up Safari. I myself. <laughs> now I gotta find it. What did I do with it? No. How? Courage. What makes a king out of a slave? Courage. Courage. What makes the flag on the mast away? Win. Oh, what no, makes courage. Charge his dust in the misty mist or the dusky dusk. Courage. What makes the God, God his, his musk. musk. <laughs> what makes the Sphinx the seventh one? The Sphinx. The smelly Sphinx. Courage. What makes the hot and so hot? What's the apron eight What have they got that I ain't got? Courage. Courage. Say that again. 